Welcome to the family with... L.A. Nick. Oh, yeah, me, Catherine Grant. <laughs> me. And Andy Brappernard. <laughs> My turn. More me now. Yes, that's what I said. We'll be right back. Kostaki this hour. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. for. <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Every time that I look in the mirror. <laughs> Remember when Casey Kasem used to do it on American yeah, Top 40? Yeah. Every time I look in the Whatever mirror. Whatever happened with his body and all that deal? I don't know, his man. His body went missing. Oh, yeah, we had, stolen. yeah, we had them on we his did. family yes, on the podcast did. Did. a long time ago. It was like about Abraham that. Lincoln. They were all fighting about it. I think his body was stolen multiple times. Was it? Abraham I'm sure. Oh, they, yeah, multiple. I didn't know it was multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I but. think multiple times. That's why they put it so deep in the ground with like 30 stories of concrete on top of it now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, under the water, under the Lincoln Memorial. It's deep. Oh, yeah, I know, it's but deep, I didn't know deep. it was that deep. Oh, yeah, it's deep. Good God. <clears throat> what do you want to steal a corpse? What the hell do you want well, with a corpse? They were holding it for ransom. Who cares? Keep it. It's a bunch of bones. <laughs> yeah, but it's Abraham Lincoln's bones. Well, who cares about any of that? It's ridiculous. But, ladies and gentlemen, we move forward. And I just uh, I was on the phone with Mike Lindell just now. I had a really nice conversation with him. Nice things to say about the podcast and KQ. And uh, I guess it's one of 10 radio stations in America that has a very loyal audience. He said it really showed up. Mm. Well, well, it's nice to be one out of ten. Radio stations are losing a lot of listeners because nobody's commuting. That's so exactly nobody's right. nobody's in their car. That's exactly right. So if you're not in your car, you usually don't turn the radio on. Yeah, or even do you have a radio in your house? A lot of people don't even have a radio in their house anymore. I, I, I personally do. I have an old Marantz that's on all the time. Hmm. Do you have a Marantz? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Do you have the, in the, dining, turn, well, in the what, turntable and the TV, too? In, in what used to be your dining room. That's our music room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. okay. So the dining like room it. would be with the fireplace? No. no. The, the other dining side. room is where the, the dining side. room table was. 
Oh, oh, right, yeah. With the bow, went, with the bay window. We never used that room. Yeah, no, that's why we made it a music room. Exactly. Uh, and it's situated perfect it. that the speakers send sound into the kitchen and the living room. Yeah, and everywhere. yeah. So, and it's not seen, so it's kind of a good music room. It's a nice thing. Yeah. No doubt about it. I, I could turn on our alarm for our house. On my app now. Oh, she's very Ooh, excited fancy. about that. But I'm worried if I do it, it's going to go off. It'll go off. And yeah, that's all we need. I'd wait till you're at home to do it. Yeah, let's try it when we're at home, shall we? Do it from outside the house. All right. Like in the driveway. Yeah. I think it's very clear thinking. Yeah. I'm right worried. There. Uh, yeah, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't trust it either. I'm very, sure. It, very you know, clear so far thinking. it's only connected you know, to the can, radio and it's you, been working great. I just turn it on you know, in any can, room. If you can turn it on from your phone. And someone else can turn it off from their phone. What? <laughs> they have to have our code. Oh, yeah. Well, everything's hackable. That's true. Everything is hackable now. You're yeah, absolutely everything right is about. hackable. Well, did you hear what happened to me the other day? No. I got a notification from Netflix. Uh, we're going to have to shut your uh, your account down. Wanted, because, wanted a password and stuff? Yeah, wanted a password and wanted Social all that stuff. Social security number. Oh, yeah. Social security number. And then I looked. And Netflix. if you if you looked really close... It didn't say Netflix.com. It said Nerflix.com. So the little lowercase r and the lowercase t look almost identical. It's just one face is one way and one face is the other. So unless you look really closely, you could not tell it said Nerflix. Oh, my mother-in-law would send it right to him. <laughs> oh, I here. Guess, I guess. Here, no, here you got everything. There's a lot of scamming going on right now because people are oh, home. Oh, boy, is there ever. And, you know, and they're just they're on their computers a lot. There's tons of scams. Oh, there's people right going now. around saying they're testing for coronavirus. Yes. Oh, yeah. 30, yep. 30, yep. 95 yep. and stuff. I uh, talked to a friend of mine today, by the way. That was in Florida. Yeah. I talked to a friend of mine, uh, by the way, today. Uh, his children were, I can't remember where, they were somewhere. Or was his, his no? His bro, I think it was his brother and sister. His brother and sister were somewhere uh, over in Europe. They got back home, tested positive for coronavirus. Both of them asked the state of Minnesota for um, hydroxychloroquine. The state said no. So they went what to South. What do you South- mean ask the state? Don't you ask your doctor for it? No, but the state said no. They asked for they asked their doctor for it, and the state said no. You can't have it. Oh. And so they went to South Dakota, and they said, yeah, no problem. Gave it to them. They, they were better in two days. I, I have a, mm. another story. I know somebody who had, this is a true story. He was on stage five cancer, passed away, and his cause of death is COVID-19. Rick. Yeah, and what did he actually die of? Well, he had stage five cancer. There you go. See, that's, <laughs> everything's COVID-19 that you die of now. And, and, yeah, that's and right. I, noticed, I just heard of someone else that I don't know him personally, but I have a friend that says, his good friend had a massive heart attack after he died, tested positive COVID 19, cause mm, of death, COVID 19. Unbelievable. What are we going to do so with something this? Something shady's going on. Oh, there's no question something shady's yeah. going on because to tell, the only reason that you not, you're not being able to get, because for 99.9% of people, and again, if you take too much Advil, it will kill you. Right. Well, so even, they didn't give you that even argument. The, the, even the officials are saying that. It's COVID-related deaths. So if you do have a heart attack and you do have COVID, you will be put under COVID-related deaths. Yeah. But that COVID didn't kill you. The heart attack. The heart attack. Unrelated. Completely unrelated. COVID cannot give you a heart attack. They had it unless you're almost dead. 
Okay, so I have a question for you I don't guys. know. It's all very confusing. I have a question for everybody. Uh, I have heard from a number of people that, that hydroxychloroquine has worked miracles with people. They clear up and all the rest of it. There's they will not give it to you. Is this... Is this are, are people dying because of our election? A Democratic, a Democratic senator saying this in her life, and well, she was on saying how that it instantly yeah, worked. The black woman. Yeah, yeah, she was terrific. Yeah, she said yeah. it instantly worked. From yep, what I'm, it worked when, instantly. from what I understand, it, following doctors that are in the field, mm-hmm. there's they are saying that it's not helpful for people that are like almost on a vent, like if they're no, I if they're at that. the end of it. Yeah, but, right. but, well, but. For people that are just are sick and have it, it's been very helpful. Mm-hmm. And people that are on a vent already have an underlying health issue like diabetes Almost always, or cancer, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're not going to be saved anyway. They can't be fixed. Settle down, no Bill what. O'Reilly. That's what he said. <laughs> they oh, can't. They're all on their last leg no, anyway. anybody on a ventilator is never coming off that ventilator. It's, well, it's 80, 88% 80%, or something. 88%, yeah, so it is, it's yeah. pretty high. Yeah. No, you're if you're right. on a ventilator, you're, you're going to die. Yeah, just the way it is. Yeah, it's like yeah, you have a twenty percent chance, I think, of coming off yeah, of a ten percent. Although it's only ten now. Yeah, I had that friend, my friend Terry, the Irishman from Boston, was in the ICU for two weeks, and he's fine now. But he, I don't think he was ever put on a ventilator. Yeah, it's once you get on a vent, it's not good. Mm-hmm. So. And that's in any in any physical any condition though. Yeah. Not if just you're on COVID. a ventilator, it no. means Anything. your lungs no longer work. Right. And once that happens, yeah, we, it's not. Your dad was on a vent at his end yeah, of his life right. because of his emphysema, right? Yeah. Or he probably even had something else going on. Yeah, he had a bunch of stuff but going on. Who would And known? it's yeah, I think he lasted what maybe a, he was on that thing for a whole week. Well, I'm going to put no um, ventilator on my driver's license. Well. You'd have to understand. Like, Why well, suffer? You'd have to understand that my dad had a weight problem when he died. He had a pretty severe weight problem. He weighed like 60 pounds. <laughs> he was I'm not bad. kidding you. 60? He weighed about 60, 70 pounds he when he died. He was tiny, yeah. Oh, God. It's like, oh. <laughs> Why? Because uh, he died Cancers? of cancer, emphysema, all cancer of it. Cancer will do that. C-O- all of it. COPD. COPD. I think he had COPD. Well, he smoked five packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Wow. Yeah, died at 62, much. though. Died at 62 years old. Five Just about ready to retire. <laughs> from? <laughs> I don't know. What was he going to retire from know. again? Was, I was forgot. Was he working? Uh, no. no. He, I think the last time he worked, he was like 42. Oh. I literally think he's like 42 and he never worked well, he's again. He's going to retire from unemployment. He's going to retire from unemployment. That's exactly right. Social social security. I don't know the whole thing. It just the whole thing. So he smoked more than he breathed air. Yeah. If you smoke five packs a day, you're, yeah, really. you're bringing, breathing in more smoke than you are air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're talking a hundred cigarettes a day. That's a, that's How a, much that's would that cost you in today's dollars? Yeah, that's a good bucks. question. Fifty dollars a, a day. day. A day. Grand yeah. of, that's a yeah. lot of money. You'd be a heroin addict for that. <laughs> yeah, you well, could be. <laughs> that's true. That is eighteen thousand dollars a year. I don't I know just, how you smoked it. My grandfather would say, "Well, he put one out, light one up." So yeah, pull yep, out, light one up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like instantaneously, exactly right. it was get, it would get to the end. He'd already be taking one out of the pack. Well, I remember when I first, you know, was involved with this whole 
Barnard family, everybody oh. smoked. Everybody yeah, smoked practically. All, no, I didn't. You'd go over for like Thanksgiving or something. It was just yeah. like this blue haze. Wow. I'd just be like, I'm like, I'm dying uh, over here, man. I'm dying over here. Can we open a window? No. I Too cold. Too cold. I the smoke it. will get out if you open the window. I even asked one time, I'm like, could everybody just kind of like maybe have a cigarette every hour and a half instead of every 40 the, minutes yeah. or something? And they're all like, no. <laughs> I couldn't we it. hate her. I, I couldn't be in that. We hate her. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that was I mean, true. it was unbelievable how much they smoked I can't do back in those smoke. days. It's, it, oh. I know. I can't do any kind of smoke. It makes smoke. my eyes run. They turn bright red. Oh, it kills me. I feel mm. like I'm, you know, going to puke. I'm being around it. Any I just kind can't of smoke. be around it. I don't see how people smoke pot. I don't see how people smoke anything. Got to take a break. Get Kostaki on at 12.30, right? Speaking uh, of smokers. Oh, he's at 12.45. Okay, well, we still should break here to make sure we get to him on time. Yeah. We'll be back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? Real nice. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Survivor, baby. Mm-hmm. What was this, Rocky 3, Rocky 4? What was this? Uh, well, uh, just Rocky now I can't. All I can think of is, is the Tiger King when I hear this song. Oh the my God, the, the, tiger. Guy, tiger. the guy ride the jet ski. They're talking about movie. Of course. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, if it weren't for COVID, nobody would have ever watched that show. I didn't think it was very good. It Sorry. Was the first few episodes. I didn't think any of it was very good. Oh, see, good. the first few episodes, I was just like in such shock 
to see these kind of people yeah, are exist. running around. Well, I don't know. I wasn't shocked. I lived in South Florida in the 80s, so everybody, that was common in the 80s. And I, so just, I still, yeah. th- you don't think it's just mind-blowing that people have bobca- tigers? They, it, oh, well, if you lived in South Florida in the 80s, a lot of people did. They had bobcats so, and cheetahs and black panthers. Why? That's just the way it is in South Florida. Here. People would have big, huge collections of poisonous snakes and yeah. all kinds of weird crap. You guys know Bill Engvall, a comedian, right? Yeah. Blue-collar comedy tour. Anyways, yeah. Had him on today. Bill's, Bill's a great guy. Really, really good guy. So he said, did you notice, hey, Tom, did you watch that uh, Tiger King thing? I said, yeah, I watched it. He goes, man, what would you watch that for? I said, well, I don't know. Everybody's watching it. It's kind of my job to know what I'm talking about. He goes, explain something to me about it. I don't understand this. When Tiger King was talking, he goes, well, let me just tell you people something. We're going to go down here and we'll take care of this. But whenever he sang, it was like, when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. His voice changed octaves when he sang. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it was actually pretty fascinating because I've never encountered any people like that. And I really? mean, oh, I, I, I mean, what he was doing with that Carol Baskins, the doll, and just shooting it. Oh, and, God. I mean, that's nuts. That reminds me of South Florida, though, all that stuff. I know yeah. he wasn't in so yeah. he was, but it, it, it's kind of the way it was back when I first when I first moved to West Palm. The airport, literally, you landed in, on a tarmac and you walked in the steps of the airplane and walked across in a little, like twelve by twenty four building. That's really? how that's how Arizona, and Phoenix's airport was, used to be, be like that sheriff. too. And the first time I ever went there was one sheriff. And he go. I remember walking in, and he and he looked at me. He goes, "Where the hell are you coming from, boy?" <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then asked me for my ID. And, yeah. And I gave him my ID. It was, it was just weird because it was like going into like the, the what was that movie where they go to in the backwoods of, Al, of uh, Mississippi? Deliverance? Yeah, it was like going to Deliverance back then. And West Palm back then, it, it was nothing there. It was like everybody you met was either a drug smuggler or It was a, a ghetto, wasn't it? Pretty no, much. Well, down where... Certain areas where, like, where city places now, yeah. was, you wouldn't, yeah. you don't go there. Right, like, you don't right. go there. Right, and Riviera Beach was horrific. Still is. Yeah, it was worse then. Though. Well, it was worse then. It was there right. was hookers on every corner and people dealing drugs in every corner. It was bad. But Palm Beach was still nice. Downtown yeah, right West Palm the... was empty. It was all boarded up oh. when I moved there. Just boarded up, and then Rodney Mayo opened up the first bar. Respectable Street Cafe, which is still there. And then Rodney Mayo now gives out free meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Howie's on on Dixie. Oh, Howie's, yeah. Yep, and that's free. He gives out free meals all day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Howie's right now. Oh, that's wonderful. He owns over 300 bars from Miami to West Palm. Really? I think they, I think they just yeah, had opened up walk-up bars in uh, in Florida. They were like, what else can we do to make some money? Because so many of them couldn't. Well, he's the number one. He, he owned so many bars, he bought all the papers because he was spending so much on advertising. Well, papers aren't really doing all that great right now. No, not now. They're done no. now. Yeah. Hopefully city pages will be done forever. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Oh, come on. They've got is. people to attack daily. Yeah, city yeah, pages. Mostly I think, me. I think they'll go to online only. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think all printing will cease and desist from forever now. Yeah, I know I every morning right. we're getting a paper delivered to our house, and it's like, why don't I just, I just put it right <laughs> no, in the right you know in funny? the recycling? There's about, there's about 500 of them in front of Daryl's driveway. <laughs> he never picks them up. <laughs> They're in that yellow paper, in the yellow plastic. Oh, yeah. And he just leaves them there. 
<laughs> okay, I'll, I have a question for you guys. In the first 90 days of the year, ballpark, how much do you think the average American made? In the first 90, first quarter of the year, how much did the average American make? I'll say 90,000, the average American. What? I'll say 65. The average person in American doesn't make 380000 a year or three hundred sixty grand. No, a in year. a quarter. Oh, oh, oh quarter. like for the year. No, no, no. Oh, the quarter. Oh, quarter. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Uh, 20000 I couldn't answer. So twenty grand because you're going to go 80. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so 40. twenty grand, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'd say 15. 15? Okay. Uh, how much did Jeff Bezos make January, February, and March this year? A couple billion. Four. $24 billion. Mm. What? $24 billion in the first quarter of this year he made because of the surge in online shopping because of COVID-19. Oh, yeah. They're hiring like crazy. Well, also, the warehouse Jesus. workers are all uh, protesting. They and, are, yeah. And Walmart's having an all-time high, too. Yeah, oh, Walmart's huge. It's like it. they should be paying these people something to work in, you know, during this virus, don't you think? Like yeah, combat absolutely. pay or something? Absolutely. I don't know. Why? I, uh, that's He's making... got all of this money. He could pay people more money. I just don't think it's combat. I just, I think it's all. You're not hyped. buying it as combat. I'm not. I think it's all hyped up, sensationalized, man. I'm just Probably sorry. true. I'm, you know, all, I, I, what 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 made me change my mind on it is the public going. The news would show these hospitals and be in front of a hospital and say, "Oh, look at this line," and, yeah. and then a pick a. Somebody would go right there and go, I just saw this on the news and I'm here right now. There's no one here. They just cleared up instantly well, and they're all gone. that's because they're in the ICU. They're nope. not no, in the no, emergency. No, no, no. They were showing lines outside the hospital doors. So he went walking around and next door was a soup kitchen that had a line and everybody oh. wearing a mask. So the newscasters were showing the soup kitchen line saying it was from the hospital. Oh, but they just God. lied. They, they lied. lied. And that was in New York City and they were in the Bronx and they were showing this long line. And the long line was a, was a soup kitchen hmm. giving away food. And the hospital was right next door and he said there's not one. And they had all the gates and there was not one person in line, zero. And there was about 75 people in line for the soup kitchen. And with all with mask on, so they're just lying. Well, that's there's, what they do. I, come on, I mean, you got to admit. I mean, New York, the Bronx, they're having a lot. They are, and the average age is over eighty, is eighty two. Mm. And yes, people, if you're have an underlying health condition, and the same thing if you got the flu, you're probably gonna die. Yeah, it's just more contagious. But yeah, we true. have to get, we have to build up herd immunity. Yes. And if we if we don't let people out, then the, the virus isn't going anywhere. <laughs> it's not right. going to run away. Well, that's what that's you what I say. Is you, you can't hide in your house for two or three years because yeah. what's the difference? I mean, the virus could still be around. In California three years. is now saying September. They're oh going to let people out. September. That's ridiculous. September. Yeah, well, Kristen's, September. Kristen's in LA, and she said they're still, they're talking May first. No, I just seen yesterday in the news that Governor of California said September end of summer. That nobody's uh. going to be able to go out. We're going to be on this lockdown until September. Well, I'm telling you right now, there'll be a mutiny, and people aren't going to do no it. Pur- they're just not going to do it. There's no purpose for it. You, if you, people don't start getting this virus and get immune to it, it's not going anywhere. It's like the flu. It's, it stays here. Our, con- our, our, our economy would never recover. Well, the whole purpose of the staying that. home and social distancing and all of that was so that hospitals weren't overwhelmed. But they're not. 
The New York ones might be. No, not they're not. Anymore. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. In fact, but they every, were. In fact, in fact, every single state that demanded that they have these new uh, remote hospitals built with beds and these big Navy ships brought in for hospitals, yep. guess how many people have been in all of them? Zero. 24. Yeah. 24 and, people. Uh, I saw it's that they were dismantling. It's a waste of millions of dollars. It is. And... and, and this is all and, about and the listen, election. The, the hurting the economy hasn't even started yet. It hasn't even started. It's going to start when it's all gone. Yep. When all these companies decide to say, you know what? We made almost the same amount of money with a skeleton crew. We're going to get rid of everyone. And and what's going to happen is the the commercial real estate market is going to be the new crush of like we had of the housing market. Yo, you got it's going that to be right. the commercial real estate market. Yep. It's going to take a hit like you've never seen before. And this country is going to go into a probably depression. I would say that's true. As bad as the Great Depression. Yes. Too. They, it's they, coming. They, they and did... it's not now. It's in another year from now. They did this because if it's an election year. Look, you got to protect the people, but they way, way, way overreacted to this because of politics. Uh, the media is biased on everything, and you no can't doubt. all of a sudden trust them all of a sudden. How about the New York Times, the editor, chief editor of the New York Times saying, well, we did hold the Joe Biden sexual assault uh, allegation for 19 days before we reported it. Because they said, why would you hold that for 19 days? Oh, we had to. We just don't believe it's true. They were going to actually so. fact check something. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, <laughs> that Which happen. They didn't. They That's just held true. it. Oh, the, the, the most ridiculous one. The, the, yes, I think it was yesterday. For one of the news channels, we're talking about uh, Bloomberg. He spent five hundred million dollars, and the reporter actually said he could have gave every American a million dollars. I'm like, what? I know. What are you talking about? What, you, what? Did you even finish fifth grade? That was our old buddy Brian I mean, Williams, actually, that you, did that. You could even give every American two dollars. It was. Would be like every American, like a dollar and twenty cents, dollar fifty six. Like, like, can he buy a pack of he smokes? He said you can give <laughs> every American a million dollars, and another reporter backed him on it. Mm-hmm. That was tennis? Brian Williams, ah. my our friend. Crazy, I haven't seen him in man. years now. We'll be back with Kostaki Economopolis right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Runaway Greek name Kostaki. <laughs> oh, that's not even the right song. Sorry. Someone told me long ago that Kostaki Economopoulos was going to be on the show. Get it to go and the show rhyme. Get it? I'm a little, you're, I'm a little worried idiot. about you, Kostaki. Well, how, why is that? What happened? What happened? I'm, I'm looking at your tweets. You're losing it, man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. You're losing it, man. <laughs> 
Well, do you know a lot of Greek people, people from Greek Greece there? Uh, here, no. no. I have lots of Greek family. Oh, uh, I know a lot of Greeks there. Here in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, I should, uh, when, it, when things calm down a little bit, I would love to get out there and eat some Greek food. You should know. hook up with Evan Metropolis. Do you know who he is? No. That's he, a great name. He owns Hostess. Yeah. He owns Hostess. Oh, he gave it to his kid, his, though. No, well, that's what I'm talking about. Evan's yeah. the kid. Yeah. His dad well, bought kid, his dad know. bought it for for him for his gag gift for yep. a birthday present because he he's a stoner. Yeah. I feel like with but, the name Metropolis, you're kind of like destined to have a lot of money. capital. He yes. owns that. Yeah. He owns that big mansion behind the Beverly Hills Hotel. He has like seven of them, but that's one of them. He owns Hostess, the company that makes cupcakes. Yep. Yeah, that makes uh, yep. that makes uh, Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hmm. But he's a stoner. He's a total stoner partier. Well, that's the perfect match for a dude. Who I know. That's it. why his dad bought it for him. <laughs> it was going. It was going into bankruptcy, and his dad bought it for him as a gag gift because he ate Twinkies all the time. Oh, wow, that's crazy. What yeah. a world. Imagine having that much money that you buy a multinational corporation. Oh well, they, they for your they, stoner kid. Well, they own they own Bumblebee Tuna and like twenty uh, other things. They they're very very. Yeah, you're wealthy. right. Dean Metropolis, executive yeah. chairman of Hostess Brands. Yeah, they're very very wealthy people. But Evan's oh. really cool. Guy, he has and he throws epic parties. He has different mansions throughout the Hollywood Hills that are themed in different themes, like 70s. And oh, well, you'll have to make the introduction for Kasaki yeah, yeah. so he can. Yeah, all right. I like, I'll eat a Twinkie. <laughs> Damn right. Why not? Damn right. As she noted, you know, it's been a downward spiral over here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is Little Debbie's different, right? Yeah, yeah. it's different. Okay, that's a yeah. Midwest. So that's what you. That's what you like. You like some sort of Little Debbie glitter zebra cakes. Zebra cakes. Mm. That's what that's my sugar. kids like. Mm, they're the so good, cakes. but they make me so sick. Yeah, they're pure. Yeah, who, who makes the donut sticks? Is that Hostess? Donut sticks. I think that is Hostess. Donut sticks. Let's you see. You see them always in gas stations when you're driving around America telling jokes. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> nope, that's Little Debbie. Oh, Little it's Debbie. Little, Debbie, little yeah. Debbie got donut sticks. There you go. Uh, Oh, crap. <laughs> no, crap. Little Debbie worries me when things cost 25 cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah you have to work. You have to really wonder what's in them. there. Yeah. Like, yeah. What Their substance? moon pie is 25 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made from grass clippings. And yeah, what substances on earth are that cheap? <laughs> right. It's 25 cents for moon pie. Yeah. Yeah. Still, in 2020. Yeah, you can't buy dirt for 25 cents. <laughs> no. Can't. Potting soil. Potting soil is way more than that. Yeah. So... <laughs> They yep. have those bags of worm poop. They're like $10. Yeah. You ever see that? Yeah, worm casings and stuff. Worm yeah. poop. Yeah, it's just it's, called worm poop. Yeah. It's a product called worm poop. If it's cheaper than like sand by weight, then, <laughs> you know. What, what is there that's more plentiful than sand that you can also eat? Uh, Gold Debbie's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about yes. it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's true. That's funny. Uh, it's a possibility. Here's one of the tweets that she was referencing. We did, we, we did some spring cleaning this week. We threw out all of our hope of ever retiring. It got even worse today. Yeah, worse today. Yeah, it is worse. <laughs> right. So, look, I figured next week we do an old-fashioned uh, call with football jokes, right? It's the NFL draft, the yep. last great sporting event in the history of humanity. Yes, it's all going away. Yeah, are they even yeah. doing it? Yeah, they're doing it. Everyone's yeah. going to be home. It's the opposite of the original plan with 100,000, 300,000 crazy fans in Vegas watching mm -hmm. the players go out on boats on the Bellagio fountain. It's just going to be Goodell at home. 
but oh, most of the God. draft is fun to watch because of the anticipation of who they're going to pick and the highlight packages. All of that should be intact. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it'll be fine. So I figure next week we do that. So this week we go completely the opposite direction, and we do an economic monologue about, are you ready for this? The Odyssey. Huh? As in Homer's Odyssey? Yes, the Odyssey. Mm, don't even know what that is. <laughs> Feel the enthusiasm in the room. <laughs> it's a very, very old story. Well, I'm just like, where are we going with this? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, here's the first joke. I give you the, the, the sense, the tone, the feel of where we're going here. Okay. All right. The Odyssey was an epic poem used to teach the virtues of bravery and humility. And now the Odyssey is a minivan, so it still teaches humility. <laughs> there you go. See? I like That's how it. we do. I like it. All right. It's I a story about it. Odysseus's epic journey home after the fall of Troy. And you're probably thinking about a football game between Alabama and Troy State that ends 56 to nothing. No, that's a different fall of Troy. <laughs> yes, it is. The, the Trojan War was much closer. The point spread was only seven. Uh, <laughs> really? But, but the gamblers were pissed because the Greeks won, but they didn't cover. You know, that, that happened. Of course, the Odyssey was written by the Greek poet Homer, not the Homer who said, beer, is there anything it can't do? <laughs> we don't know he didn't say that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he might have said that, too. That's right. The original Homer. Uh, uh, what's with the one name for these guys? Homer, Aristotle, Socrates, yeah. Plato. Because back then, the vanity plates had to be carved into rock. Yes, <laughs> take know. forever. Take forever. One name. Uh, going by one name should be reserved for deities like Jesus and Buddha and Oprah, you know? <laughs> uh, so the Trojan War took ten years. And then it took him ten more years to get home from the war. Ten years. I'm pissed if my flight's an hour late. What was he on, Greyhound? <laughs> Ooh, Greyhound, a shot at the bus company. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not aggravating the sponsors, Tom. <laughs> you know what's amazing thinking about that? I bet you people under 30 have no idea what the hell Greyhound even is. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Actually, uh, they probably don't even know what Greyhound is. The main thing I know about Greyhound is Simpsons making a joke about how shitty it was like 20 years ago. Yeah, so, <laughs> there you go. Simpsons was right. <laughs> I've been on I the took Greyhound it a couple times, way early. Yeah, oh. Once in my life I took it when I was a teenager going up to see my grandma in Long Prairie, Minnesota, and the entire two-hour bus ride, a guy sat on the back bus bench and sang country western songs and played his guitar. Hmm. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't do buses. Oh. Oh, that's I never a, did any again. kind of bus. No, I don't blame that's you. the country version of Greyhound. I associate Greyhound with the big city, where that guy would have been killed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. I associate Greyhound with that guy who cut off the guy's passenger's head in Canada. Ah. So what I know about Greyhound. Well, Did you nice. remember that story? Yeah, yeah. I don't oh. even know. He no. cut off his head, was ha holding it in the window. Oh. Yep. What? Yeah, in Canada. I think like it was two years ago. I think it was something wrong with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> <You think? laughs> I think. Wow. Well, There's a small chance. <laughs> a little, a little armchair shrinkology from yeah. Tom. Yeah. yeah. Yes, there Tom, you go. Yeah. Tom teaches us all again. What a shock. <laughs> all right, so uh, Odysseus's wife, Penelope, held out hope for him for 20 years. Can you imagine? If I went to Vegas and stayed longer than a week, my wife would move on. That would be it. <laughs> Goodbye. Nice time. I, I, love would, I would get like 20 minutes. <laughs> True love means never having to say you're sorry you haven't been home for 7,000 days. Yeah. yeah. The suitors, 108 boisterous young men, were living in Odysseus's house, trying to convince his wife that Odysseus is dead and to marry them. 
108 dudes. It was the original Bachelorette, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why she didn't care. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Take your time. So, so most of the story is about the the hapless adventures of trying to get home. They're stopping at these different islands. They get caught mm-hmm. in storms. And All right, here's my favorite joke. They landed, uh, the men landed on an island full of goats. Bill Buckner was there and Scott Norwood. <laughs> Uh, oh, Martin, you know. Leon Lett. There were goats. Uh, it was a goat's joke, everybody. I get a goat's joke. Uh, the island was also home to the Cyclops, the one-eyed monster who lives in a cave. I got a one-eyed monster. He would like to visit a cave as well. Oh, well, a sex joke here. See, this is why I'm concerned. He's <laughs> concerned about Kostaki. Yes. <laughs> you can see it. Can, can, I, just see can it? I ask you a personal question? Yeah, absolutely. Is it about you, his one-eyed do you, monster? Do you need <laughs> drugs? Do, do I do drugs? No. <laughs> okay. Not traditionally. I'm more of a, at this point in my life, I'm either beer or wine. Did you, did you used to do drugs? No, I never. Really? I mean, I smoke some weed here and there, but I, I'm already lazy enough in my regular life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it? I don't need an Fair assist enough. in that well, department. I thought maybe you did cocaine at one time or something. I never have done <laughs> cocaine. I, Len Bias was a big story when I was 17. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So that, that kind of scares a boy away. And you know what? I've never tried shrooms, and that I would love to try. Uh, I did shrooms a lot of times. I used, to pick them, I used to pick them when I lived in Florida. That is not uh, safe. They're not know. safe? I think they are. Well, just taking shrooms that you pick off of the side of the road or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only grow in cow poop, so. Yeah, they're oh. very specific. It's, it's they're safer than specific. cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. know about that. Oh, it's debatable? <laughs> yeah, it's debatable. Better for your heart, maybe not so much for your mind. Yeah, all right. Well, you I've know. never done either, but I feel like I And, where, and where'd you know. grow up at? Hey, if the world's ending, we should all try this. Atlanta. <laughs> you grew up in Atlanta. Yeah, mostly Atlanta. I, I was born in Florida, but mostly suburban Atlanta. Yeah, I'm surprised. And how how, what, how old crack? are you? I was I was you know I was a regular college guy. How you old know, are you? Like, how old are you now? I'm 50 now. Oh, so we're I'm 55. So we're pretty much same generation. Yeah, and I mean uh, I I grew up watching football games and getting really drunk and jumping in kudzu. That yeah, was really see, fun. I was a rocker at 10. So mm. all right. Yeah. yeah, I was the different path. I was a nerd. <laughs> I was I was on the chess team and everything, and then in college we loosened up and went bananas for a while. So that was my story. So the Cyclops had one eye, and you'd think Biclops would be two eyes. No, a Biclops is a one-eyed monster who goes both ways. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Great to be very, here. Very yeah, that, that does require a rim shot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lord help us. If you're, if you're a cyclops, you really need to get your eye checked. If you have good vision, is it 20? Is that how many? <laughs> is it, if a cyclops goes to lens crafters, can they make his monocle in about a half hour? <laughs> this is a joke. Absolutely. So the gods once gave Odysseus a bag of winds that he needed to get home, but the men opened it when he wasn't looking, and the storm blew them further away. And I thought, a big bag of wind. I didn't realize Dr. Phil was that old. No, Thank you very much. Dr. Great to be Phil. here. Is he still around? He is a big bag of wind, he too. He is a big bag of wind. <laughs> he is still around. That was an Oprah product, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yep. right. Oh, yeah. Oprah. Oprah product. That's right. Then, of course, there's Scylla and Charybdis, where we got the expression between a rock and a hard place, right? Oh. Uh, yep. Charybdis mm-hmm. causes a whirlpool. These two monsters, and they were kind of near each other, and you had to go between them. So it was this tricky thing. Charybdis caused a whirlpool that would suck the ship and all the men down. And Scylla was this scary monster that had 12 tentacles, a cat's tail, and six dog heads. Uh, but according to legend, 
She had a great personality. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So Was Penelope, that sexist? Yeah, yeah a little. <laughs> All right. Penelope finally caves and says she will marry whoever can string Odysseus's bow and shoot an arrow through these 12 axe handles. See, these stories always have such macho crap. you got to pull a sword from a stone. or whatever. Nerds can never win this stuff. Where's the speed chess tournament for the girls? When, when can we have that? Yeah. Maybe a trivia contest or whoever writes the best Cyclops joke or something. Uh so none of the suitors can string the bow at all. Uh, but Odysseus arrives home, sneaks into the party, and he did it. And he was the only one who could string the bow because of his huge forearms after 20 years of being away from his wife. <laughs> Thank you so oh. much. <laughs> and here's the closer. Odysseus and his son slaughtered all the suitors, and that's how the story ends. And really, that's how The Bachelorette should end, too. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm left with this thought. What would happen to me if I ever referred to any body part of my wife as a cave? Mm. <laughs> it would not go over well for it's Uncle like, Tommy. Does it go well? Yeah, right. No. Yeah. So thanks for that, Kostaki Economopolis. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, absolutely. Always a pleasure. So next week we'll go more traditional uh, NFL comedy. We'll talk about the draft. I like this week's comedy. What's the problem? No, no problem. We'll go back to this sort of silliness the week after. If you can right, have me right, on. All right. We'll, we'll get it, we'll get <laughs> it done. If we're all still alive. We're all we'll still have alive. a different chapter every time. That's right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Kostaki. <laughs> I love him. What a good guy. What a great guy, actually. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.